This week's episode is sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform, designed by real estate agents for real estate agents. Are you a licensed real estate agent or broker? Download the Doors Open Connect on the Apple App Store today for free to join our growing network and community of licensed professionals and also to stand out at your next listing appointment by offering to maximize exposure to your seller's listing and even get reliable coverage on demand when you can't be there and or recruit agents under your brokerage by the new wave of lead generation software and even offer them instant paid opportunities that they could take advantage of. That's Doors Open Connect. Also, be sure to follow us at Doors Open Connect on IG and at Doors Open Connect LLC on Facebook. Hello, this is Deshaun Robinson, and I'm here with my co-host, Ricky Haas, of the Doors Open Connect podcast. What's going on, Rick? What up, what up? How you doing, man? Another day, just getting back from Jamaica. Another day just came back from Jamaica, and it feels like you probably never left because I'm pretty sure you were watching the cameras while, while you were gone. And Yeah, I'm addicted to it. And you were in the group. I got I to know who's in the offices at all time. I know. You probably should put the work down every once in a while, Rick. Nah, it was just the same thing as Florida, just a little hotter down there. <laughs> well, I hope you had a good time, and, and just a little recap uh, for the week. Um Actually, we've had some great podcast episodes lately. We've, you know, we just finished up with Anthony Heinz uh, from Appraisal Source LLC. He gave us a good look on the, um, uh, you know, the ins and outs of an appraiser. You hear a lot of stuff around the the office, a lot of mumbles and grumbles um, when it comes to um, realtors talking about appraisers and how they sabotage their deals. So he gave a lot of good uh, information and some of the a lot of the training that they go through. So highly suggest you guys um, rewind if you haven't listened to that one. And, and give that um, a listen, uh, give you a lot more information and insight. And then previous to that, we had a great story with um, uh, Rebecca Sinatra, who is related to, to the old blue eyes. Old blue eyes. We found that out. So that was pretty exciting. And she's got one heck of a compelling story. And we're really excited about our, our next guest coming in. But man, I got to tell you, pretty uh, burnt out after the last week. I mean, I, I just did 500 miles uh, showing some uh, clients that were that came in from uh, out of state and uh, Le- between Lehigh, Fort Myers, uh, Naples, uh, and just back and forth, back and forth to LaBelle. Um, and we're finally under contract. But you found I'm, one. I found so one. So the drive was all worth it. The driver's all, well, we got to get it to closing table. So, you know, it's never done until. Did uh, you sing that song? I've been 500 miles and I would want 500 <laughs> no, no. more I feel just like, to find you a home no, in Southwest no, Florida. You can stop now, Rick. <laughs> Any minute. But it, it, felt, it, it felt like that. But they're really great folks, and I'm really happy to, um, to have helped them out. And. Um, I'm hearing a lot of uh, grumblings the same way, too, where agents are like, man, I, I just need listings. Uh, you know, why even take on buyers right now in this hot market? It's a tough market. You got to get creative. That, that's Every, it. Everybody's striving for listings, as we know. Right now, listings are gold. And you got to dig deep. You got to either be around the office, talk to some agents that are about to put something on the market so you can get first, you know, first shot at it. You you have to be. This uh, kind of market should should force you to to learn new ways on being a listing agent Mm -hmm. that is um, exciting for the seller and, and something different because everybody's saying the same pitch. Oh, I can list it on the MLS and I can sell it and I'm going to get great pictures done and drone footage. Like nobody's ever heard of drone footage before. Mm -hmm. Um, But what are you actually doing to stand out as a listing agent? How are you able to bring buyers better than the 20,000 agents from Cape Coral to Marco Island? Mm -hmm. 
and I'm sorry, you're going to have to gas up the car and prepare yourself for some junk food in a long day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, uh, it's all about being creative, picking up your phone, being responsive. Um, and you, you may have to go outside of your zip code um, to get a deal done right now um, and, and turn over, uh, you know, leave no rock uh, unturned, you know, so um, to find these deals. But um, anyway, let's jump into the episode. Really excited about this one. We've been waiting for some time. So we uh, have with us a special guest and a rising star and a newcomer. And we'll, we'll dive into the DOC that. brand ambassador, the DOC brand ambassador, one of the himself. only per- people to be on the uh, uh, podcast, I think three times now. Yes, and she's been a supporter um, since the launch of this thing, full fledged, and and she does so much for the community. So we'll we'll dive into all of that. But I'd like to introduce to you a very special this somebody. Girl is on fire. Miss Sarah. Sarah Estrada Brand. Yeah, I pronounced. I missed the middle. I know it. It's okay. It's Sarah Brand Estrada. Brand Estrada. Well, we're always saying brand. I know. It's okay. A little dyslexic, but you're all right. <laughs> just, just, just a little dyslexic. It's okay. You know, Sorry. we're we're all about the brand around here. So, um, yeah. So I messed that up, but I do apologize. Don't ask sir. him to spell anything either. <laughs> it's okay. Can't take me Still nowhere. Love you guys. Can't take me nowhere. Well, Sarah, welcome with us, and thank you for taking the time out of your day. We've got uh, kind of a superstar here in the building right now, and I know it's hard to get a hold of you, and you're doing so much for the community um, and you know, for the, for the neighborhood, for the board. Um, you were just at the conference where you received a couple of awards, big awards up there. Racking up awards like Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm trying. That's, that's <laughs> it. So I understand you got the rising star for Nabor, which has um, members of 7,000 plus and counting. Um, as agents and brokers, so congratulations on Thank that award. You. That one's special. And then we got the Newcomer Award uh, for the State of Florida Realtors, which has over 210,000 members on it. So this is a big this is a big achievement, Sarah. That was a big one, yeah. Mm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, tell us about the experience of winning these awards and what you had to do to get to that point. Now, we were supposed to be there at that conference. Yes. We dropped the ball. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, so for the first one for our neighbor rising star award, um, I got nominated and I didn't know. And I'm like driving back home from like Valerie's house where I volunteer. And my mom was like, Oh my God, did you see the email? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you were nominated for an award. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I open up, I open up the email. And I'm like, Oh my God, I really did, you know, get nominated, whatever. Um, and that one was really exciting. I went up against Stephanie Ross, which is an amazing um, agent as well. And then... What we, was the process uh, like trying to get that award? Like, like I know you said you didn't know about it, but what is it? Is it... It was just all the members of Nabor, right? Right. That could be in that award? So it's people that have been in the industry for three years or less. Okay. And you kind of have to be involved with the board and with the community and someone nominates you. So I got the nomination. Um, I'm up against Stephanie. And they don't tell you anything. I like forget about it. I had bought my tickets. We show up. And then we get up when they say like our names. And my hands are like sweating. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And then they say my name. And I completely go, 
like my mouth just hits the floor. I'm like, oh my God. So I go up there and like Lauren Mello's like hugging me and I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> oh my God. So that was super exciting. Um, and then I go back to, you know, the board on Monday and everyone's, you know, congratulating me. Then I get an email from Melissa from Nabor and she's like, hey, the board's going to nominate you for Florida Realtors. And I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. So she like asked me to like, write what I do for the community, what I do for neighbor, just like something brief. I was like, okay, great. And then I completely forget about it because it was, I thought it was going to be for like next year. And I was like, okay, great, whatever. And then like a couple months later, I'm in my leadership class and our chair goes, Hey, um, I'm winning an award. I would love for you to go to this lunch at Florida Realtors. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Thinking everybody like in my class was invited is nothing special. And I get to the luncheon. Oh, wait, I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead to like Florida Realtors. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how we went. We'll just save the rest for the next question. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. You All right, next question. Nervous. Tell us about the Florida Realtor one. <laughs> you guys make me nervous. Why? Why? You see know. us every day. I know. No. All right, tell us about the Florida Realtor one. Okay, so <clears throat> I get to the luncheon and... I'm like sitting down and right next to me is Gwen um, Davis Gideon. I love her. And then it's like all like the board members and people that are like, you know, kind of close to them. And they're, you know, talking and blah, blah, blah. And they're all smiling and I'm having a great time. And then they start like with their announcements with the people that are winning. And then like the newcomer award comes up and I'm listening. And then they start saying all these things. And I'm like, wow, that person is so cool. <laughs> Yeah, wow, they do a lot for their community. Wow, look at them go. And they, they said my name, and I'm in tears. I'm like, what? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, who would, it, who, would, who would think that I would win this award out of, like, all the thousand, you know, agents that we have in Florida? And I'm like, oh, my God. And then, like, I couldn't breathe. They're all hugging me, and I'm like, okay. So I get up to the stage, and, like, I almost, like, didn't even shake the guy's hand. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So I walk, I take a picture with the with with like our president, our like our national president, super sweet lady. And then I didn't notice that everyone was walking back the same way they walked up the stage. No, I decided to walk all the way across the stage, all the way across the room. And I'm like in sweat, like dying because I'm like, oh, my God, all eyes on me. And then the board is like, we're so proud of you. You've made us so proud. And I'm like. Scary. <laughs> Why you earned every bit of that? I know you do. I mean, you know, you you come into the office, and I know we tease you because we're like, oh, if Sarah's here, it's because she's collecting a check, <laughs> you know. But you're one of those, you know, the the you're out there. You you've got uh, such a personality. You're outgoing. It's like you're making moves behind the scenes, right? Like, so we never get to hear about all the things that you're actually doing, and then come to find out you're doing a ton for the community. You're doing a ton of things for Nabor, um, uh, RPAC, um, which you're involved in as well. Yeah. And and so and then you're closing deals and you're coming to get checks and it's like, what is? You are a superstar and you know you're one of ours. So it's special. I'm proud to be one of Tell you. Tell us about some of the things you do in the community just recently. Um, so I'm part of the Neighbors Leadership Academy, and that has been super exciting. But before I was part of that academy, um, I have been volunteering at Valerie's house. I've been volunteering with them for almost three years now. 
Um, I'm a group facilitator there. So I do the teens. And it's a grieving center for kids and teens that have lost, you know, a parent, a sibling, you know, a loved one. Um, so I'm super involved with them. And I'm super involved with like the board. So we do like the water cleanups. Um, I'm part of like the young professionals, um, our pack, anything and everything that they need help with. I'm like, okay, I'm there. Like I am in videos. Literally, if they say, hey, we need someone to come and paint, I would probably be there. Well, that's why you've won these awards because you're a yes woman. You just keep saying yes to everything. Well, right. How do you find yeah. time for all of this? Um, you don't sleep, right? I don't. I don't sleep. I don't sleep and I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably um, not very healthy. And on top of all that, you work out like a like an animal. I do work out like an animal. <laughs> I'm getting ready for a race um, in the middle of november so i'm super excited for that what, what race it's called the savage race this is my second year oh. attending and i'm super excited it's gonna be a good group of us and is that like the one with the mud and the walls and there is there's one wall there's there's like mud there's running there's like six seven miles it's up in like in the middle of like nowhere is it in florida yeah okay. it's in um dade city dade city it's by Tampa. It's like an hour away from Tampa. Gotcha. Yeah. And I'm in school. Like I do a lot, but it's because I like to give back to the community. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's really good. And, and, you know, going off of that, you, you're actually, you just started school again, right? To, are you trying to, uh, what was it you're trying to do? So this is my last year in school. I'm finishing up my bachelor's in policy and law. Mm -hmm. And hopefully with the grace of God, <laughs> I'll be in law school in like the next year, year and a half. And then how long is that? Three years. Wow. So, so what specific law? Real estate. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm already part of the business. Now, would you want to start up your own like title type of company with that with that degree? Because technically you, you could, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what I would really want to do with it. So far, I just know that that's what I want to go for. And... If I decide to leave real estate to do that side of like the business, then, you know, I have that possibility. But right now I really do love what I'm doing. I get to help families. I get to like give back to the community and that's what I love to do. And, you know, actually, I think we should backtrack a little bit. You know, we got, we're, we're to Sarah now and, and, and Sarah um, with goals of the future. But how did Sarah now uh, get to be? Where, where are you from? How did you find your passion into real estate? And, and, you know, you're fairly young. So how did it all come about? So I was born in Colombia. Um, my mom brought me here when I was four or five. And my my mom used to breathe Yorkies and Shih Tzus. So when I was little... We're not allowed to swear on here. No, we can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can. <laughs> so... Let's all say one. Shit. Shih <laughs> <laughs> So um, when I was little, she would be like, if you help me sell a puppy, I'll give you $100 for every puppy you sell. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Great. So I remember taking pictures of my puppies and I would go to school and I'd be like... My dog just had puppies. Do you want to see them? By the end of the week, we had no puppies left because hmm. I would I was such a little hustler, and then I would bring back like candy from Colombia because my mom used to send me every summer, or like earrings, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was always really good in sales. Like I've always been such a hustler. So my mom was just like, "Okay, great." 
So I turn 18. I decide that I want to be a chef. I'm going to culinary school. I'm going to be a Michelin star like chef. And my mom's like, oh, crap. Like, you are not doing this. You're not leaving. And I was like, okay, bye. I'm leaving. I get a scholarship to Johnson & Wales University. I move all the way to Rhode Island. And then I What did you think of Rhode Island? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like it, did you? (laughs) It was so cool. I liked it because I was close. So I have a sister, and I was close to my sister. And, like, it was fun. But it was so cold. I'm like, I will never in my life live in the snow again. Never. (laughs) Heck no. But... I ended up getting the opportunity to intern at Disney. So I moved back to Florida and that didn't go so well. I was like, I hate the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this is not for me. Like, I don't, I don't get to experience other people, blah, blah, blah. So then I, I ended up like doing front of the front of the house and I'm loving it. I'm killing it. I, I go up to being a bartender. And then my mom, I was like 22, 23. My mom's like, Sarah, like, let's be real is this all you're going to be? And I'm like, Ouch. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I'm like, well, you know, I really do like it. I like being like, I make good money, whatever. And then there was a Florida realtors convention when I was working at one of the parks. Someone came down, they were ordering drinks, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, why aren't you a realtor? And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I mean, my mom tells me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that same night I called my mom and I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll be a realtor. I'll study for him. And then I ended up moving back to Naples. And that was it. Like, my mom took me under her wing. She's taught me every single thing I know. That woman could not be more perfect in my eyes. She's had, has patience, has so much passion for her clients and, like, what she does. And that's how I got into it. And I, I think, you know, hospitality actually kind of sculpts you if you do it right to, to how to handle people and, de- it really does. and, and dealing with conversation and communication, right? You know, I think yeah, I, you know, I was almost 15 years plus in some form or another in hospitality. And it's like, that's the one thing that I noticed that is lacking somewhat in our profession is the professionalism one, but the communication, um, which is key, you know, picking up your phone, um, talking to people, you know, getting back to them if you don't know the answers and, and addressing situations that, that come up. Um, and you know, it sounds to me like that's, that's, that hit a home run for you. Obviously you're, you just, you jumped right in and I don't want to ask, you know, your age. Cause I know that's, that's <laughs> inappropriate. However, you're really young. And, and I think that with all the things that you've, um, you've achieved thus far as a, a successful young woman, um, there's a lot to aspire to. And, and it just kind of goes out there to, to show some of those in our audience, or especially newer agents who are taking the dive for the first time that they can do this, you know, um, and you're living proof of it. And, and, also it's about putting others sort of, you know before yourself you know not not sitting here cashing checks in your head all day long talking you know we talk about this a lot which is let's let's not talk about how many millions we're going to sell this year let's talk about how many families we're going to help this year yep. and being personable with people giving back to the community um like you've done with valerie's house for three years and and like i said it's under the radar obviously <laughs> people have noticed because that's where you got your awards from but you know you would never see that uh, you know um from sarah when you see her you might see her out at mikado you know <laughs> throwing them back maybe on a boat at key Wayden, but 
you know, she's, she's going, you know, working on getting to law school. I know that you've, you've done a lot in real estate, uh, real estate to try to uh, progress yourself um, in your career here. Um, and then again, and aren't back. you a broker? No, not yet. I am studying to be a broker yeah. and <laughs> hopefully soon I will be a broker. See that now? What was, what was your intention with that? Was it, you're not leaving us, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, Rick. Put oh, it on the spot. <laughs> no, was that was that to like learn more or just kind of like rack up another trophy? I'm gonna say both. Okay. Um, not really a trophy because I don't think you get a trophy for being a broker. No, but like like a like a you know it's like the certificate where it's well, like yeah, to get know. like that like hey, now I'm a broker kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely that. Um, I think just the knowledge that you get from being a broker versus just being an agent is so much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we all want to grow. So yeah, I want to grow myself and grow my brand. So, I mean, we don't know where the future is going to take us, but. Good. Well, do, uh, awesome. Kind of tying into that. Do you have like a, do you do like a vision board for some of these scenarios or? Now, you, you, it sounded like, you know, prior to jumping on here, you had goals. I mean, you do have goals, but like. So I do have a vision board. Mm-hmm. I have one and it has my life. It's not just career. It's just like my life. So it has like the house that I want, a boat that I would want, um, like a ring, traveling. You hear that gentleman? Love. <laughs> a ring. Um, Looking for a successful woman. <laughs> <laughs> right here on DOC. Um, just like traveling, love, family, money, success, all that. That's what I have in my vision board. I don't have something specific. Um, although maybe I should, but I feel like my my goals are so clear to me that like they don't have to be on that board. I love it. Now, what when you when you got started in real estate? Okay, I believe everybody has their own niche. What makes mm-hmm. them great? For example. I don't like cold calling. I'll do it if I have to, but that's not my niche. So how did you find your niche when you first got started in real estate? Because once you get started in real estate, you're your own business owner and you get thrown to the wolves and it's like, all right, now what do I need to do to be successful? So what what was your start? Let's clarify. What is your niche? I think that one of my, one of is that I'm brutally honest with my clients. Like I, they're, they can be like, listen, like I want a $700,000 house. And I'm like, okay, with all your respect, let's be real. You can only afford 500000 mm-hmm. You're not going to waste your time and I'm not going to waste my time. And they appreciate that more than me showing them all these houses and getting their hopes up and then being like, mm, actually, no, you can't, you can't afford it. Mm. Oh, well, like why didn't, no, I say that from the beginning. This is what it is and this is what we're going to do. This is our game plan. And I have had a lot of like older clients say, wow, you're so like blunt and you're so honest, but we appreciate that because we don't want to have to waste our time. I think that's one of them. My other one would be that I always pick up my phone. I don't care where I'm at. I pick up my phone. I I was in vacation one time, um, like my first two years. And my client, my seller, she's calling me at four in the morning because it was like the time change. And I'm like, hey, and she's like, oh my God, I totally forgot. Like, you're not like, you're like in a different part of the country. And I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. She's like, what time is it over there? And I'm like, what's four? And she's like, go back to bed. And I'm like, what's your, what's, what's the deal? Let's just, (laughs) I'm up now. I'm up. Like, what's up? I always pick up the phone because you just never know what's 
on the other side of the phone. So the so the majority of your leads, would you say, or at least how you got your start, was it referral based? It you know was did, did mom help or? So my mom did help me a lot, um, and she continues to help me a lot. We help each other. We're kind of like a we're in a weird mom daughter team because we work in different brokerages Mm -hmm. um but we help each other and she was such a big help at the beginning like she would give me her referrals she'd be like you know my daughter just started and she is so good in this but like you're gonna work with her and then i ended up like meeting people i have never paid for a lead all i do is network i go out i meet people i hand out my cards and that's it it's all referral based. And that's a tough thing for a lot of agents, especially agents that are, um, you know, didn't grow up selling puppies and and, you know, <laughs> and being a salesperson. You know, a, a lot of a lot of, a lot of agents come from a nine to five background where they're not used to having to put that kind of effort. Right. Right. Well, not, they, they, they wake up knowing that when they go to work, there's a list of things they have to do from nine to five. Well, when in real estate, when you wake up, Nobody's handing you a list of stuff you got to do. You got to just do it, right? Right. And that right. comes with ambition and you just really can't really teach entrepreneurism. Uh, it's not for everybody. You can learn it, but it takes a while. It takes a while and, and you're putting yourself out there and being un, uh, being okay with being uncomfortable. Being Definitely. comfortable with being uncomfortable and just having that go-getter attitude. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, I tell agents all the time, like, you got to get thought. You just talk to people, just talk to people. Yeah. Go to the wine tasting event at Seat of Table just to talk to people. Anywhere. Even if you don't drink, just do it. And you have one of those memberships, I think, at the wine place, right? Um, yeah. I do at Cooper's Hawk, and I talk to everybody. I feel like I'm like that little weird person that talks to literally every- I will talk to the wall right. if he'll bring me a referral. See, That's like a gold mine right there, especially at that little wine bar right there in front. Exactly. I, w- I went there one time, and I heard two guys from New York talking very loud about moving down here, and I just... Here's my card. How you doing? Yeah, and the end is where you can start talking about wine first, and then, well, what do you do? Yeah, Uh, and it's all really about building relationships. mm -hmm. And if you can build that relationship and that trust, then you're you're solid. You're. I've always thought about it as like your cards should be like hot potato. You don't want to hold on to your cards. Just get rid of them because guess what? They're all gonna get thrown out one day. And I would say that people talk about you know being a relationship business and building relationships business, and it is, but it's also about nurturing. The relationship and the follow-up, you know, Definitely. being in the right place at the right time, really. And when people say that, you know, luck, it's like, no, just stay on top of it so that when they are ready to sell or buy, you're right there, you know, yeah. in, in their face and, and showing up for birthdays and, and whatnot. Yeah, baby showers, birthdays, whatever you get invited to, you better be there. And I, I have a question. And, um, you know, this is something that's been brought up in the past, but it's kind of something I want to Um, start addressing right now you're a young successful female we've you know established that you're beautiful um you're intelligent Uh, we're having a lot of agents now especially you know um younger um that haven't been in the business as long how do you separate um clients that hit you up on facebook or social media and really they're there to waste your time but they they want to take you out to dinner like how do you establish boundaries and um you know get to the point you know are we really trying to do real estate or you is you're just looking to um date me or or that's a great question because that's happened to me twice Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen to me at all that's happened to me twice and it's so annoying because i'm like okay great like let's do this like give me your papers um so what the first time i didn't i made the mistake to meet up with a person 
because they're like, oh, yeah, I have like, you know, I had printed everything. I'm going to hand them to you. Let's meet up. I meet up and this man has no papers. He is there with the intention to take me out. And I'm just there like you just wasted my time. This is such a waste of time. It's okay. We have, you know, lunch and whatever. We talked about like the market. And then he asked me for a follow up. And I said, as soon as you send me all my documents that I need for you to get qualified, then we can go out again and I'll show you houses. If I don't have a pre-qualification or a pre-approval, I will not go out with you. That's how I do it. The second time this guy hit me up and he was like, oh, like, you know, I would love to buy a house. I make da 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 da. I'm like, great. I cut him short really quick. Send me your pre-approval. Who are you pre-approved with? How did I get that he didn't really have one? He goes, oh, my interest rate is 10%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. Hard money loan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, you're wasting my time. You just have to like ask for the pre-approval. If they don't have that, then hey, this is my lender. As soon as you talk to them, then come back and talk to me. They're not going to talk to you again. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. So ladies out there, that's that's how you vet them. Um, for the guys, you know, I don't know why Rick and I are not getting you know, uh, a bunch of females hitting us up about buying properties and to show them around or to go out to dinner. But yeah, nothing, not one, <sighs> not even a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did hear one today did in you? the office. <laughs> it was a guy that, that was interested into this, uh, this agent. But, um, yeah, this it is important, um, to vet, uh, vet people. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a saying buyers are liars and, and whatnot and just figuring people out and as sarah um, put it she's just blunt and upfront. hey this, okay get me this sign this buy a broker agreement always uh, um and 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 work it. if they're serious they're gonna send that stuff back um so yeah anyway <laughs> it was just something that you know i wanted to address it because it's and i'm going to continue to because um a lot of the there's some agents around um they get excited. Hey, I've got this guy says he's an investor. It's like, have you ever met this person? How do you know him? Oh, they, they DM me on, on uh, Instagram and Facebook and this and that. And they want to take me to dinner and, and we'll talk about it. And I'm like, oh, you're going you're to learn it real quick. It could become a dangerous situation. It really can. Yeah. I mean, when I meet someone that I haven't actually met in person, send me a picture of your license. Send me a picture of like your car. I want to know everything I can before I go. And remember, we do live in Florida. Get your concealed carry. Like, yeah, that's so important. Or at least pepper spray. Something. Yes. Pepper spray, you know, a taser. Make sure someone knows where you're going. Or boxing like you. Or boxing like me. <laughs> or you, share you, your you, location. Yeah. Let them know where you're going. And if you are going to meet up with somebody, maybe bring your MLO with you. Yeah. yeah. You know, at least they can talk numbers and everybody's on the same page. And if they're serious, bada boom, bada bing. Exactly. And then make sure they get the tab. <laughs> and now moving from the dangerous part of it, could you share us, uh, some of your funny stories that you've dealt with in real estate without naming names? Um, I have some funny so scenarios <laughs> or crazy ones where you're just like, I can't believe this is even going through. Or so recently I had some buyers from Boston awesome they're like the best buyers i've ever had um we met up we looked at a bunch of houses we finally put an offer we did fifteen thousand over great like it gets accepted um they had a little like stipulation on the mls 
I disregarded it and kind of just like did a very solid contract. Then they come back and they, you know, change it up on me, like kind of screwing themselves. But I was like, okay, whatever. If that's, I don't know what the type of game you're trying to play, but whatever. At the end, like maybe like a week before closing, they're like, we are not closing unless you sign this like addendum saying that we're changing this part that they had changed. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. So they, they, they threatened to sue us and I go, okay, give me a second. So I call, you know, the legal far, the legal hotline because I am not getting messed with. I call Josh. I call the board. And then once I had all my facts straight, I call them and I go, listen, um, if you read paragraph 15 and 17 of the contract, if you decide not to close, not only are we going to sue you, we're going to sue your agent, we're going to sue your company. And then they're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, so you decide. They're like, oh, just give us a few minutes and we'll call you back. They call me back and like you can hear in their voice. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we're going to close on Friday. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so my my buyer calls me Rocky <laughs> because he's like, oh, we don't know what can mess with you. And I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> like, don't mess with my clients, man. Not to be played with. Nope. So can you tell us a little bit about RPAC and your involvement with them? So I am part of the RPAC committee, and I do... What is RPAC? Most agents don't even know what RPAC is. Isn't it like an investment for... It's like an investment, right? You can make an investment, um, but RPAC is the Realtor Political Action Committee. Okay. I didn't even know what it ever meant. I just knew it had to do with real estate. And it's an extra $40 on those annual But listen, dues. it's super oh, okay. important for you to get involved with them because... So remember when we got shut down back in like March, whatever, mm -hmm, last uh -huh. year, our pack gets like lawyers involved and they go up to like the White House or wherever they have to go, like Tallahassee, and they make it so like they fight for our rights. So if it wasn't for our pack, we would have not been able to be essential workers. And they, they just kind of, they're a group of people that are designated to fight for our rights as realtors. And then we help political um, political parties or politicians that are really, really about the realtor get to where they have to get. Awesome. I like it. Now I know what it means. I and never it's knew what super it means. important. Like right now I'm, I'm a major investor, which is nothing crazy. And you do get a lot of perks from being like investors and you don't have to be a major investor. You can, you know, donate your $40 and that's how you do an investment. Um, you can even go like, Oh, okay, well like this year I just want to do a hundred dollars. Like you do that. And that makes a really big difference. So that's, that's is, is, I have a question. Is our pack like a nationwide thing? Yes. Oh, it wow. is. I'm learning so much. It today. is a nationwide thing. Um, and we all, and we have like different chapters. So it's, you just got to get involved. Is that something that you would get involved in as like a lawyer once you get your lawyer thing? Um, <laughs> I, I got so many crazy so questions about I, our fact, I once guess. Once I get, I mean, I would stay involved as a realtor with our pack. Yeah. But I think I could get involved as a lawyer, um, as a legal resource for them. Okay. If I ever got to that point. Did yeah. you ever think of that or did I just throw a new idea? You kind of just threw a new idea, okay, which is cool. great. Which awesome. is great, yeah. 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 
Well, um, hey, we <laughs> we covered uh, we covered before. So we were talking a little bit before the podcast. There, you said you had something big in the works as deals. I, I know we didn't run the numbers or anything like that, but you might have had something sneaky to say. Um, I can't really talk about it. I really can't talk about it. Um, but it's something that it's a it's a, it's one of my it would be one of my bigger de- my biggest residential or commercial. It's residential, but it's a, one of my. It would be one of my biggest deals. So I'm. How much? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh. um, but I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping like you know it all works out, and I find them the right property. I mean, things are going like super super fast. Yeah. And like some people, I don't know, like if people just don't talk to their buyers, but like I'm telling them, I'm like, hey, listen, we have to act fast. If you like it, you better act on it now. Mm-hmm. So are you finding yourself having to put trying to go under contract first and then seeing it because it's moving that fast? No, no, I've only done that once. Um, but it doesn't really matter. I think that what's working right now to get under contract is going above their asking price. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And doing what you were talking about, which is kind of being upfront with people. Yeah. You know, like I said, people coming in and out of town and it, it could be a little bit nerve wracking when you're new to the game and you're not quite sure and people are hesitant and they're showing people properties without either buyer broker agreements or without pre-approval and pre-qualification letters. Um, but it is super important and it's like learn from others mistakes and some of the things that, you know, the tidbits that we're sharing on here, uh, information, you'll be ahead of the game tenfold. I tell people straight up, Hey, have that pre-approval or pre-qualification, have it ready to go. And let me tell you right now, um, you have to be able to jump. You can't hesitate. We can't Mm -hmm. nickel and dime sellers if it's a good, you know, it's a seller's market. So don't try to ask for, you know, this and that you can, but there's a good chance if it's priced right and in the right location, you're going to lose out on the deal because you're, you're playing back and forth. So do you really want a house or do you not? Exactly. And and how do you, so, so some of your buyers right now, buyers are getting very discouraged because you're putting out offers and you're not getting them, especially if it's a finance deal. So how do you talk to those buyers that are saying, Sarah, I'm starting to get discouraged. I don't even know if we're going to, f- we can get anything. To be completely honest, and I don't mean to get religious, but I'm always like, listen, God has the right house for you. And maybe if you get this house, like, let's say it doesn't work out. Maybe if it doesn't, maybe it's just. It's just not meant to be. And the right house is out there for you. So just give some patience to the world and to God. And it all works out at the end. And at the end, like, we get into contract and we close. And they're like, oh, my God, you're so right. Like, thank you for everything. I'm like, yeah, listen, Jesus. (laughs) And usually they like the one better than the last one. They're like, oh, this one was so much better. I'm glad we got this one instead of the last one. Exactly. Yeah. And and that kind of, I think that kind of goes back to the beginning. We were talking just getting creative. Yeah. You know, and and really going above and beyond to try to find these um, extra deals. Um, Yeah. I saw somebody in the office the other day looking for their buyers. They were sending mail outs to everybody in the neighborhood that they were looking for. Hey, you looking to sell? I have the buyers. You know, whatever you got to do right now to get the deal done. But- and if you get involved, like like right now, like I'm involved with like RPAC and like um, young professionals, like at the end of those meetings, we always say, hey, who has a new business? If you're in those rooms and you can, hey, like listen to, hey, we have this new listing coming up. You're like, um, excuse me, don't even put it up. Like I have the buyer for that. And that's how deals are made. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've had two happen like that. Exactly. The best deals right now are the ones that aren't on the market. Right? Exactly. They don't even make it. 
They don't really even, don't make I, it. I just had that happen. I was literally helping um, a young lady uh, put together a listing presentation for her sellers. And then I had this buyer that kept losing out on deals and offers and he was getting frustrated. And, um, you know, I was telling him to hang in there. And he actually, we hadn't talked to it in a couple of weeks because everything, the minute he, we were trying to offer, it was, it was too late. And then as we're working on the comps for this listing, as it was coming up, I'm like, wait a minute. I got the guy. I got the guy. <laughs> we'll get you what you want. Let, let us let us take a look at it, you know, and, and uh, so far so good. It's working out. But, yeah, getting creative. I have the same exact thing that happened right now. I'm under contract closing coming up early October. No, middle October. October and um, we just couldn't find anything they were in the 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 350 to like 400 range looking in the stereo but everything was just going so quick or it needed a whole lot of work um, and then the my, my buyer's neighbor that the, he plays pickleball with is like hey I'm gonna be selling my property moving here and he's like well I want to stay in this community let me have my realtor contact you so we can get this moving and so it didn't even hit the market and he's moving into his neighbor's house and I'm like That's awesome. oh great you just have to move the furniture from here to here to here it's great and and guys while we can do this and this might be somewhat of a great area and I know that on the west coast it is now illegal I think in California or Oregon but you got to do what you got to do to provide for you and your family and so long as it's legal right now love letters I would say I offer them with almost every contract. Why do you need this house? Why? Yes. Why should, you know, why, um, you know, I, I just got another one that we lost the first deal. It was a, ca- a full cash offer that beat us out. Um, something happened. The escrow didn't go through or something. But because of the letter that um, my buyer wanted, and it was a, a genuine one. Hey, you know, my son needs to be within this school zone. He's a special needs. I'm a nurse. I need, you know, this type of thing. She, she allowed us to go ahead and resubmit uh, a contract the same as it was before, and she didn't even take it off of, you know, uh, she didn't even mark it active right away. Um, so it gave us a chance to, to get that under contract, and, and it's working out. Um, and they're trying to make it illegal because they say it's against the Fair Housing Act and violation of all that stuff. But for now, in this market, I I've mean. I've done it. You write a letter. Why Guilty. Do you, yeah. No, why I'm do you, kidding. you know, have your buyers write a letter? Why do they need this house? Why should, you know, at least, and it has to be submitted with the contract because the agent is obligated to submit that, that uh, package um, and that full offer. So the buyers have to, or the sellers have to um, look it over. And you and you add pictures to yours? Cause I do. Oh, wow. You're going oh, yeah. above and beyond. There it oh, is. Yeah. What do you got to, Hey, Guys, what do you got to do in this market? You can't, you know, <laughs> and for what you're not willing to do, there's agents out there that are willing to do it. And it's, hey, we got families to feed and you have the buyers and, and they're losing out on all these offers. It's like, look, we got to take this to the next step. You know, we got to do what we got to do to one, to support our buyers and get them a deal. Um, and two, ultimately our families and just getting creative. Yep. Those letters definitely help because most homeowners want to sell their homes to people they know are going to take care of their homes because most homeowners get emotionally attached to their homes. Mm -hmm. And, and some of them selling, you never know why they're selling. I've heard of ones that, uh, one deal that was won over because, um, the seller had a dog that had just passed away. Didn't want to be there anymore. The buyer had a dog and needed the space to run around in the backyard and, and, and she took that offer over a higher one. So See, I had the complete opposite happen earlier this year. I was getting ready to go under contract on a condo and then the ladies, so I had the buyer, the ladies, uh, the seller's dog died and then she took it off the market and said, I don't want to sell anymore. That's <laughs> the listing agent. I'm like, so the dog, w- the deal was contingent on the dog living? Because that's, 
Never heard of a real estate deal like that. That should have been like, in the addendum. I know. I should have put that in the addendum. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, Sarah, we, we kind of got a grasp of what you're looking forward to doing in the future and some of your goals. If you were to go back to talk to 20-year-old Sarah now, what would you tell her in this market? What, how would you start over? In this market? Mm-hmm. I'd say 20-year-old Sarah was going through a COVID pandemic. She was brand new in real estate. What's your first advice to her? Don't listen to anything the media says and just network. Have a fun life and network. Everyone that you meet is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So just network and kill it. And build your brand. And as I yes. always say, everybody knows somebody that needs to buy or sell. Exactly. Talk to people. Can't be shy. Friendly. And on that note, Miss Brand, we will let you get back to your busy schedule Thanks again. Is there any anything else that you would like to add? No, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure working with you guys. And Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, Sarah underscore brand, or on Facebook, Sarah Andrea brand. Um, yeah. And uh, official, unofficial uh, brand ambassador for Doors Open Connect. Yes. And uh, hey. I'm pretty official. I have to show you. Are, you're no. official. That's a beautiful dress. I love that color blue. Thank you. And you have sold uh, a deal um, through DOC. I have. So. I That was a really good one. Um, yeah. We had a condo that was just kind of sitting there. It was at the beginning of COVID. And I, I asked you, I was like, do I do I put this on a DOC? And you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on DOC. Immediately, uh, Anthony Diamante picked it up. He did the open house. And a few, like, few weeks later, we were under contract. So. Yeah, the buyer walked through that day. Yeah, it was See awesome. That? See that, ladies and gentlemen? So, hey, we're looking to forward to bringing you guys some, some new features and some new things. And, and obviously, the Android, which we've all been waiting on. Uh, but we've proven it uh, thus far. And thank you so much again for supporting us and for continuing to be around and having your um, contagious smile. We appreciate it. And um, thanks again, Sarah, for stopping by and we look forward to seeing you again and having you on, you know, once you, you get that law degree and <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Then we're going to want to talk to Sarah, uh, lawyer, Sarah, Ooh. Uh, lawyer, Sarah, we'll be doing legal uh, advice. All righty. Let's do it. All right. Take care, Sarah. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Do you find this podcast informative and helpful? If so, don't forget to show support, subscribe, like, follow, and share. Have any feedback? Don't forget to leave a comment. Would you like to inquire about sponsorship and or more about being a guest on our podcast? Maybe you have someone in mind you'd like us to interview. Maybe you have a topic regarding real estate you'd like to learn more about. Find us on social media and or shoot us an email explaining who, what, why, and when at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. And in full disclosure, the Doors Open Connect podcast is intended to bring value and be informative to our listeners and is generally an organic, unscripted, open discussion. The opinions and or experiences of our guests are not necessarily shared in their entirety by our hosts. Thank you again to all of our listeners and supporters.